And so we have the Biden administration reaching a new low. Hi, everybody. Brian Sussman here. Brian Sussman Show. BrianSussman.com. I love the hot talk. And man, it's going to get hot today. I told you I like everything hot, right? I mean, I've gone through the list with you. And the list is for real. I like everything hot from my espresso. Can't stand lukewarm espresso. To my cars. I like well-tuned engines. Manual transmissions. I love them hot. I like my music. You know what? Even classical music, when played properly, is hot, in my opinion. If you get my drift. I love life hot, not lukewarm. I love my Savior hot, not lukewarm, because that's what he commands us. Revelation 3.16. And I love my little wife because she is hot. And as I mentioned to you many times, many times I've mentioned this to you. She's been hot ever since the first time I laid eyes on her when we were both 18 if you know what I mean. And the way she looked was way beyond compare. It was love at first sight. Seriously, it was love at first sight. (laughs) Okay, it's not love at first sight with uh, the Biden administration, yours truly, and probably most of you. Uh, They went to a new low yesterday. Now, I'm going to tell you how things work in Washington, D.C. And we've talked a lot about, this week we've talked a lot about faith, not fear in the new year. And we talked about propaganda. Propaganda is something, I can't say I'm an expert on propaganda, but I've written a lot about propaganda. I know how it works. When prop, to, to have, to utilize and put forward propaganda properly, you need a crisis. January 6, 2020, uh, excuse me, January 6, 2021, all of a sudden, I think I got us into the next, <laughs> the next era. <laughs> January 6, 2021 was the crisis that the Democrats wanted to put forward the message that Trump and his followers are dangerous to democracy. And they won't let go. And here we had, of course, yesterday being January 6th. And Kamala Harris comes out and likens, likens January 6, 2021 to Pearl Harbor. She likens January 6, 2021 to 9-11, or 2001. Can I tell you something? When you think about Pearl Harbor, and sadly, Pearl Harbor, I would guess, isn't taught in American schools today. It's not taught. I'm sure that millennials would have a hard time really explaining to you what went down uh, December 7th, 1941, the Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor. In fact, you probably couldn't say Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor because that would be deemed insensitive and racist. But on that particular day, we had the American dead numbered at 2,000. 403. And Kamala Harris said what went down on the Capitol January 6th, 2021 was was as great as that. 9-11, 2001. Most of the people who, well, a large percentage of Democratic voters have no actual memory of 9-11-2001. Either they weren't born then or they were little kids then. 
but we had more than 2,600 people dying at the World Trade Center. We had 125 dying at the Pentagon. 256 died on four planes. And they were telling us yesterday that what happened on January 6th, 2021 was right up there. That's called propaganda. Take a crisis and just, just don't let go of it. Don't let go of it. Now, there was something else that took place on that day, uh, yesterday, and that was Joe Biden coming out and trashing Trump and his followers and then saying we need to federalize the elections. In other words, to hell with states' rights, we need to federalize the elections. Uh, doing away with states' rights when it comes to the electoral process. Federalized elections. Making it easier for cheating and scheming and conniving and the lack of integrity. Although the Democrats will tell you all of those things are fantasies. Fantasies created by the right because we have election integrity. Okay, fine. Can I tell you what happened yesterday? The Democrats knew in the Biden administration, the Democrats knew that Paul Bedard at the Washington Examiner was about to have a, a big piece come out. A big piece was going to come out on January 6th. Paul Bedard is very respected by both sides of the aisle. He's a, a, an excellent journalist. And he will criticize both parties equally, and his facts always line up. Well, in this particular case, he was going to have research from the Rasmussen Polling Company, which is highly respected as well, which was going to show that, and this was kind of, a, well, he, he, was, he was putting it out there before it was released. He was going to show that Trump is more popular now than when he was in office. And Biden's popularity has waned. The Democrats don't want you to know that Trump is more popular than ever. Trump even has the support of 23% of registered Democrats. They don't want you to know that. So it was a, an, an attempt yesterday to go out there and smear Trump, smear his supporters, embolden those who like Joe, and liken January 6th to these atrocious events that took place, Pearl Harbor and 9-11. That's what they were doing. And, and again, this is all about propaganda. I've, I've talked to you at length about this, and I'll continue talking about this. Propagandists try to do a number of things. Propagandists want to appeal to the instincts of the people rather than reason. They do something to, to cause your gut to react, not to reason. They need reaction. They don't want reason. And you can see it across the board, not just with politics, but with COVID, with masks, with mandates. They're going for the gut, not for reason. They build around slogans. They build around slogans and then they repeat them and repeat them and repeat them. How, how many times have you seen during the course of a news cycle? Something will come up in the news cycle and, and there will be some clever person at Fox or maybe Newsmax or maybe on the internet who strings a bunch of sound bites together of Democrats saying the same word in their denigration of Republicans, in their denigration of conservatives, in their denigration of Donald Trump. Same word, same word, same word, same word, same word, same word. That's because they have conference calls 
where they all get on the same page and these conference calls are put together by a public relations team, which is nothing more than a propaganda team designed to sway public opinion. Repeat, 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 repeat. The timing of the release of information is critical. That's what we saw yesterday. Okay, this news is coming out from Bedard. We've got to put it out there right now. Juice it up as hard as you can. Kamala, you're going to read this whether you believe it or not. January 6th was as bad as 9-11. January 6th was as bad as Pearl Harbor. Read it. You read it. Do you like your position as Vice President of the United States? Do you have higher aspirations? Read it. And then awaken the audience's social content, uh, conscience. So that's, that's what they're doing. That's what they did. We need to be on the alert we need to be on guard. I've said this before, new year, no fear. No fear, new year. We're in 2022, and uh, this world is seemingly more crazy than ever. I want you to consider embracing a Christian worldview. A worldview. A worldview is the framework from which we view reality and make sense of life and make sense of the world. For example, there's a two-year-old, two-year-old toddler. A two-year-old toddler really and truly believes pretty much that he or she is the center of the world, right? (laughs) It's, It's all about me when you're two years old. A secular humanist believes that the material world is all that exists. There's nothing more than just atoms and molecules and things we can touch and see. But someone with a biblical worldview believes their primary reason for existence is to love and to serve God. I had this discussion with someone just last night. I've had, uh, I've had discussions with people who who weren't believers necessarily, and they wanted to know, or, or maybe were Christians, and they wanted to know why in the book of Genesis we don't find out more about the flood and, and geology and extraterrestrial life, etc. And my point is this. The Bible is not a book on geology or astrophysics. The Bible is a book on relationships, It's a book on relationships, relationships between we, the people, and God, primarily, and then we, the people, and one another. But that's a biblical worldview. When you believe your primary reason is to love and serve God, whether conscious or subconscious, every person has a worldview. A personal worldview is a combination of everything you believe to be true and what you believe comes from the driving force behind every emotion, every decision, every action. Therefore, it affects your response to every area of life, from personal philosophy to science, theology, economics, politics, everything. But if I can just cut to the chase, here's the biblical worldview. It's based on the infallible word of God. It's not based on beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Whatever I, whatever I deem beautiful is. It could be gross pornography. It could be demonology. It could be the occult. That's all beautiful. 
It's in the eye of the beholder. No, 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 no. That's your worldview, which is perverted. The biblical worldview is that you believe the Bible is entirely true. And then you allow the Bible to be the foundation of everything you say and everything you do. So you may be wondering, gee, do I really have a biblical worldview? Well, let's, let's use some claims found in the Bible to figure that out. Do absolute moral truths exist? Because those without the, moral, the biblical worldview would say, no, it's, it's all relative. Hmm, where do you stand on this? Is absolute truth defined by the Bible? Did Jesus live a sinless life? Is God the all-powerful and all-knowing creator of the universe? And does he still rule today? Is salvation a gift from God that cannot be earned? Is Satan real? Is Jesus coming back? Is there a heaven? Is there a hell? Does a Christian have a responsibility to share his or her faith with other people? Is the Bible accurate in all of its teachings? So the question is, did you answer yes? You know, it's interesting, George Barna, who's a great surveyor, did a survey about this, and only 9% of born-again Christians believed the truths that I just laid out. Now, Granted, we're all sinners and all fall short, but most of our gut reactions to the questions I just asked reflect what we deep down, honest to goodness, believe to be real and true. So how does a biblical view, worldview get diluted? Because again, if you have only 9% of born-again believers saying, yeah, I believe everything you just said, even though everything I just said was, is in the Bible, how did it get diluted? Well... Let's look around at the propaganda that surrounds us. Television, film, music, newspapers, magazine, books, internet, social media, academia. We live in a selfish, fallen world. And this world, which is on lease, the devil has the lease on this world right now, this world is constantly bombarding us and seductively appealing to the desires of our flesh. And we often end up incorporating those, those things which are not true into our personal worldview. And sadly, we often do this without even knowing it. This is why training up your children in the way they, in the way they should go is so important. And this is why training up those children and then giving them to public schools where all of your training is completely eviscerated is so dangerous. How many hours a day do you spend with your child? If you're in those child rearing years, how, often, how many hours a day do you actually spend talking with them, communicating with them? It pales in comparison to what they're getting at the schools. A biblical worldview matters, my friends. Because if we don't believe the truth of God and the truth of God's word, then our witness 
is going to be confusing and misleading. Our, our worldviews have been deeply affected by the world in which we live, media, other influences, the secularized American view of history that's come forth, science, evolutionary science, etc. But we can't depend on human tradition. We need to be able to think clearly. We need to be able to reason. And we need to be able to look at the Word of God. By diligently learning and applying and trusting God's truths in every area of our lives, every area, we can begin to develop a comprehensive faith that will stand against the unrelenting tide, tsunami, of our culture's non-biblical ideas. And if we capture and embrace more of God's worldview and trust it with unwavering faith, we'll start to make right decisions. And those right decisions may not be popular with those around us because what what do we read in the Bible? All those who live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. Your worldview may not be popular. And I'm thinking one more scripture for you right now. One more scripture, Romans 12, 2. Romans, uh, Romans 12, 2. Do not be conformed any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Once you come to faith in Jesus and surrender yourself to him, your mind begins to be transformed. Your mind begins to be renewed. And you will begin to embrace this worldview that perhaps at one time you thought was crazy. That you at one time thought was crazy. It's going to be you. Friends, thanks for allowing me the opportunity to pop off. My, my prayer for you is that in 2022, you are going to get to know him better and better and better. And in knowing him better, you will surrender and surrender and surrender. And in surrendering, you will embrace this worldview because this is your father's world. Yes, it's on lease by your enemy, the devil, who walks around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. But our God is faithful. Our God is faithful. Amen. More on me at briansussman.com. These podcasts are available, of course, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, all the likely places. If you could help be my messenger through social media to get the word out, I would really appreciate it. (laughs) My time during the day is limited, and I could really use your on-the-ground support. Thanks for joining me, my friends. God bless you, and please, God have mercy on the United States of America.